Hello everyone, and welcome to the Lightning Bug Lounge. I'm your learning guide, Holly Berry, and I'm so happy you're here. We are going to have so much fun learning and growing together. Light bulb trivia! Today's light bulb trivia is, this class of marine mollusks are believed to show high intelligence and may even experience feelings we commonly consider to be human emotions, such as sadness, happiness, and fear. Now, why don't you all ruminate on this light bulb? And when we come back, I'll illuminate more on this fun fact. Hey there friends and how do you do? We're happy you're here to learn a thing or two. A place where science and music abound. We hope you'll stick around at the Lightning Bug Lounge. Yeah! Ah, and welcome back, welcome back. How did we do? Does anyone have an idea? about which class of marine mollusks are believed to show high intelligence and may even experience feelings we commonly consider to be human emotions, such as sadness, happiness, and fear? Mm, I'm not sure. Turn to a learning pal or tell yourself what you think. I'll play a little mood music while you share. Do. Okay, learning pals, time to turn on the light bulb. The class of marine mollusks that are believed to show high intelligence and may even experience feelings we commonly consider to be human emotions, such as sadness, happiness, and fear, are... Cephalopods! Cephalo what? Here, say that with me. Cephalopods. Let's take the plunge and go deeper with that compelling information. Cephalopods are a class of marine invertebrates that includes octopus, mm -hmm. squid, mm. cuttlefish, oh. and nautilus. <laughs> invertebrates are animals that do not have a backbone or spine. You don't say. In fact... Invertebrates don't have any bones in their bodies at all. No way! Learning pals, can you think of any animals, besides cephalopods, that do not have any bones in their bodies? Maybe a blob. Take a minute and think it over with the learning pal, or tell yourself what you think. I'm wondering which animal doesn't have bones. I know one is an octopus, and there are many more. Boop! Okay, and we're back. What did you come up with? A caterpillar? If any of you said worms, insects, slugs, crabs, or lobsters, and there are more out there too, congratulations. Those are all examples of animals that are invertebrates. Yay! What feature of those animals helped you to identify them as not having bones? They're squishy. Now consider this. 
For hundreds of years, perhaps thousands of years, humans never gave much thought to the intelligence of invertebrates. I wonder why. This is mainly because the brains of invertebrates are much simpler and smaller than the brains of vertebrates, or animals with backbones and bones. But starting in the 1990s, teuthologists, or cephalopod scientists, started studying the intelligence of octopuses. How interesting. 30 years later, we have learned just how very clever not only octopus are, but other cephalopods as well. For instance... Teuthologists believe squid to be about as intelligent as dogs. Yeah, sparking. Wow. And not only has research shown high intelligence in these creatures, but it has also suggested that they are sentient beings. Sentient? What's that? Can you say that word with me, learning pals? Sentient. This means that they actually feel emotions, like we humans and other highly intelligent animals, like primates and marine mammals. Oh. Wow. That is remarkable. It really is. So remarkable, in fact. I feel a song coming <laughs> As you listen to this song, I encourage you to picture in your mind a tide pool, mm. coral reef, oh. or the bottom of the seafloor. Can you spot the nautilus among the coral? I can. Or the cuttlefish among the rocks? Mm. Perhaps while scuba diving and looking for octopus, you feel a tap on your shoulder. <laughs> As you turn around to see who may be playing a game with you, you catch a glimpse of an arm before it disappears in a puff of ink. Was it an octopus coming to say hello? Ooh. Or was it just your imagination? I don't know. All right. Let's get singing. Do you cuttlefish cuddle? Do you squid squirm? Are not a Graceful and lovely 
trick But do cuttlefish cuddle? Do squid squirm? Are nautilus nutty? enjoyed hearing the different ways cephalopods are unique and also mysterious. Me too. What about you? Yeah, definitely. All right, everyone. It's that time in our show to bring out a very special guest. In our segment called... Special Guest! She came very far from the depths of the Pacific Ocean to be here. Please put your hands together for Natalie, the Nautilus. Why, hello there. I am so elated to join you today. Of course. Welcome, Natalie. What a treat it is to have you here with us. Why, thank you, Hollyberry. That's mighty kind of you. So, Natalie. You are a nautilus and are part of the incredible class of animals we call cephalopods. Can you explain what that means? Well, sure, I'd be happy to. We cephalopods are part of the phylum mollusca, which includes snails, slugs, and clams. But if you look at any of us cephalopods, you would notice we look awfully different than those other mollusks. That's for sure. So, with that in mind, I would like to ask our learning pals if they can discuss what features we cephalopods have that other mollusks, like slugs, don't. Let's play them some thinking music, Hollyberry. What do you think? Oh, certainly, Natalie. Great idea. Learning pals. Cephalopods, such as octopus and squid, are related to snails, clams, and slugs. What physical features do octopus and squid have that slugs and clams do not? What makes them different? What makes them unique? They're related but different. So what do you think? Boop! Okay, and we're back. Natalie? Thank you, Hollyberry. Learning pals, perhaps some of you mentioned that we cephalopods swim, have arms or tentacles, and have ink sacs in our bodies. If you did, those are good observations. But let me now elaborate into the exact features that make cephalopods, well, cephalopods. Please continue. So... A needle-pulling thread. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. There are five distinct features all cephalopods share. They are, one, we are marine animals. We only live in the oceans. Two, we have tentacles or arms. Three, 
We have blue-colored blood. Yes, it's true. True blue, our blood is blue. <laughs> Four, we are capable of using jet propulsion to move quickly through the water. And five, we breathe using gills and are invertebrates. Wow, Natalie. I heard you say that cephalopods have either arms or tentacles. What is the difference between the two? Oh, of course. What a very important question, Holly Berry. Perhaps before you answer, Natalie, we can give our learning pals an opportunity to think about it. Learning pals, all cephalopods have multiple tentacles, arms, and in some instances, both arms and tentacles. Have you ever seen a squid or octopus before? What do you think the difference between arms and tentacles are? I have an arm and you have a tentacle. What's the difference? They're both long and squiggly. So what's the difference? Natalie, please continue. Thank you, Hollyberry. Arms and tentacles are very similar structures on the bodies of cephalopods and serve similar purposes as well. The main difference between them is that arms are covered in suction cups from top to bottom. Think of an octopus who only has eight arms. They have two rows of suction cups the entire length of each arm that help grip taste and smell yummy treats for the octopus. And here's an extra fun fact. Oh, every single suction cup on an octopus's arm has more taste buds on it than the human tongue. Wow, they must have quite a palate then. <laughs> no doubt. They might even be called the foodies of the sea. <laughs> Good one, Natalie. And tentacles? How are they different from arms? Well, tentacles also have suction cups, but they don't cover the entire limb. They are only at the end of the limb. However, we nautilus are unique with our limbs. Oh, how so? Well, we tentacly, <laughs> I mean technically, have tentacles. However, our tentacles do not have suction cups at the end. Oh? Yes. Instead, we have little hairs, or cilia, that shoot out of the bottom of our tentacles and grab our prey when we are hunting or feeding. Also, we have over 90 tentacles and are the cephalopods with the most limbs. Amazing! So, octopus only have eight arms. You nautilus have 90 tentacles. And what about cuttlefish and squid? Oh, of course, we can't forget them. They actually have the best of both. Yeah, they have eight arms and two tentacles. Their tentacles grab their food while their arms help them to taste it. That is so neat. Learning pals. If you had more than two arms, how would you use them? 
If I had more than two arms, I'd want to hug everybody. What would you do with yours? Boop. All right, Natalie. We are running short on time, and I know you have to get back to your deep coral reef habitat. However, I feel there is so much more to discuss. I was hoping we could touch on your signature blue blood and the way you cephalopods are able to jet through the water so quickly. Oh, sure, Hollyberry. It's my pleasure. <laughs> I know we really are a cool bunch of creatures, and I also love to talk about myself. So let's go for it. Great. First, how is it that you all have blue blood? I thought blood was red. Well, in most animals that have blood, that is true. Their blood is red. But the reason your blood is red is because of the metal iron that is in a protein in your blood called hemoglobin. That is what gives it the red color. We cephalopods on the other tentacle <laughs> don't have iron-rich hemoglobin in our blood. We have a different protein in our blood altogether. No way! Really? Really! <laughs> our blood contains the protein hemocyanin, which contains the metal copper instead of iron. And that is what makes our blood look blue instead of red. Oh, incredible! And your jet propulsion? How are you all able to move through the water like that? It's so quick. Oh, yes. That's because of a specialized structure we cephalopods have called a siphon. A siphon? How does it work? Well, the siphon is a tube-like structure at the base of our mantle, what you would think of as our head. The siphon takes in water through a hole, and then we are able to push the water out with great force, which acts like a slingshot, shooting us through the water. That is phenomenal! I always imagine seeing you cephalopods squirting your ink and then making a quick getaway with your jet propulsion. Oh yes, that's understandable. However, Hollyberry, it is very important for me to point out that we Nautilus do not have an ink sack. That is another way in which we differ from our cousins. Oh, I wasn't aware. Thank you so much for clarifying, Natalie. I must say, I am overcome with awe. You cephalopods are a wonder to be celebrated. Oh, why, thank you, Hollyberry. That is so kind of you to say. I mean it. Well, Natalie, before you jet, are there any last anecdotes or information you would like to share about yourself and or your fellow cephalopods? You know, I really would. But since we're short on time, I thought I could do a little ditty for you and our learning pals to share some other fun facts. Oh, yes, please and thank you. Can I get a beat? 
Octopus are sneaky and like to play games. They can squeeze in tiny places and have nine brains. Cuttlefish are colorful, masters of disguise. They also win the biggest brain prize. Don't count out squid with their inking skills. They also dart around like they're seeking thrills. That leaves us Nautilus, the strangest of the bunch. We have a shell, so we aren't somebody's lunch. We also are the oldest of the cephalopods. We've been swimming in these waters before the dinosaurs. These are just a few tidbits I wanted to share, but there is so much more I do declare. Wow, that was wonderful. Why, thank you, Holly Berry. I've always wanted to do that. Well, I know it's time for us to part ways. Thank you again for visiting with us today and for sharing so much about your incredible class with us. I feel so inspired. And thank you, Holly Berry, for welcoming me to your show. But yes, it is definitely time for me to move out and get back to my reef for some feasting. Until next time. Wow, learning pals. Are you feeling as awestruck as I am? Cephalopods are really stunning creatures. I'm so inspired. How about you? Well, it's about that time we push off as well. I'll leave you with an imaginativity. Today we learned about cephalopods, a very distinctive class of marine animals who have eight or more limbs, jet through the water at lightning speed, are equipped with an ink sac to stun and escape danger, can change their color and skin texture to fool predators, experience emotions, and more. Now, I invite you to consider humans. We are a species who has an incredible mind with the ability to create masterpieces and solve complex problems. Yet, we still face many challenges and problems. Thinking about cephalopods and their many incredible adaptations, if you could choose one that we humans could have, which would it be and why? Which feature of a cephalopod do you think could help humans make the world a better place? Can you write a persuasive sentence, paragraph, or essay about it? How would it change the way we look? Can you draw a picture? And if you feel so inclined, you can send me a copy of your writing, drawing, or both to lightningbuglounge at gmail.com. I would love to hear your thoughts. Until next time, keep exploring, keep questioning, and keep jetting to new areas of knowledge. I'd like to say thank you to Natalie the Nautilus and to all of you learners and grown-ups for tuning in to www.aquarium.ucsd.edu for fun facts regarding cephalopods, www.montereybayaquarium.org regarding the chambered nautilus, and to www.ucmp.berkeley.edu regarding jet propulsion of cephalopods. For more information related to this episode and additional learning activities and resources, including a list of the vocabulary from today, please visit the Lightning Bug Lounge Facebook and Instagram pages at Lightning Bug Lounge.
this show, theme song, and original songs, Cephalopod Serenade and Nat's Rap, were written, performed, and produced by me, Hollyberry. And I'll leave you with a joke. Oh, good. What was the squid's favorite TV show? This is going to be hilarious. That's incredible. Till next time. Bye bye.